Welcome to Champagne Sunday. I'm Lauren. I'm Bonnie. I'm Beth. And we're going to talk about life after divorce. And living the best the life. Best life and the life you love. Yes, living the life you love on that other side. Cheers. 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 Welcome. What are your strategies? for dealing with your ex having a new significant person in their life. Okay. Perfect. Wait, wait. Yes. Perfect. All right, so <laughs> I think we have all have significant others or have had that had somebody else in their life and that we have we all have kids that have had to go and spend time with our ex and this new significant other. Um and of course, mine was short-lived because my ex-husband passed away not long after he had a girlfriend. So I didn't have to, I, I didn't have to deal with or um, I didn't have to, that wasn't a huge part of our life, but it did affect us. I don't, and I don't know about y'all, but for me, things were a whole lot better and he was a whole lot nicer when he had a significant other. Mine was much nicer when he had a significant other and I think... I don't know if he was trying to impress her or I don't want to say prove to me that he was a nice guy after the fact, but it some combination of that because um, I did and I do like it when he has a girlfriend because it takes the it, it takes the bullseye off my back and right, well, he, he has yeah. a different interest and so he's doing other things and he's not thinking about yeah, mine was nicer and he didn't um, he didn't try and pick as many fights and mm -hmm. um, we didn't communicate about just nothing it was truly having to do with the kids and kids only which would get put some, when he was with someone else there was more distance between us which was healthier for me yeah I, I felt sense. that way too except for early on of course he had a girlfriend as soon as he moved out and my daughter was very, very young, and we had discussed some parameters, which as soon as she rolled out of my house, the parameters were gone. Mm -hmm. But, and that was really hard. Um, yeah, to feel like your daughter was in maybe an unhealthy situation when she was at his house? Well, when she came back and asked me, does sex hurt? I was, uh, <laughs> I, my mouth, after I gathered my mouth off the floor and said, what are you talking about? Can you explain that to me? Then, yeah, uh, yeah I had a lot of things like that, like no real boundaries when the other person was there, like the doors were all open and she walked in on them a couple times and, you know, things like that. And, you know, even now that she's much older, an older teenager, um, recently she was in a, a production, a theater production, and he did not tell her that he was bringing somebody and kind of blindsided her. But I, I tried to prepare a couple hours before, but she, she was really upset about that. And I said, listen, the way I explained it to her is, <clears throat> you know, when a person is very excited that they have a new person in their life, you know, I said, I don't know, you never watched Oprah, but like Tom Cruise went on Oprah and jumped on the couch in excitement, a grown man, because he had this new love interest in his life. And 
that's how people feel. But they don't always take into account that their children don't feel that way at all. <laughs> and so I try to explain it to her. You know, when you have a new love interest, you are excited. Mm-hmm. And it's like you have super hyper focus on that person and all the other people, you just assume they're going to love that person the way that you love that person. And sometimes they don't take into account the children's feelings. Or what happens if they, we also had, what happens if they break up with that person and your child is attached? Mm-hmm. That can be very traumatic. So, I, I don't know. It's it's a crazy subject and I think everybody, when you're moving on, you're moving on, they're moving on, you, you're going to have to address it at some point. So you have kids. I'm I'm a year at this point out of my divorce and uh, my ex and I are both in relationships. Um, he is, uh, my son is very much involved with the person that, uh, my ex-husband is seeing. And, um, the good news is he really likes her. He likes her a lot. He likes her, um, child a lot. So, and she treats him well. Like all that's of that good. is really good. And, and that's that, really important. And that's, that that's what important. matters to that me. That makes it that's a lot easier. very um, important. In terms of like communication with my ex-husband. Um, my like complete opposite. I'm in a relationship and have been for a minute, and we are very separate. Like we don't include, um, my son in anything that we do together thus far, and that's right now that's purposeful. So I don't know. I th- I think everybody looks at it differently, but you know that's one of one of the hardest parts I think to me about deciding to get divorced was the thought of my child having a step parent. But then I eventually I got to a spot where I was like, well, I have really good step parents, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, my I, if I was in an emergency, I'd call my stepdad right now, and he would help me. Like, you know, so that that had has been like a helpful just idea for me. And again, really, you know, likes the person that his father is seeing. So that's that's a good thing. And I, I've met her and have you know, had a positive experience with her thus far. So that's, I don't know, that's kind of where we are right now. I think the communication part comes into it. And I think I, I held back a little bit at first because I didn't know the relation, the first relationship was going to, you know, take. You, you date people and you, they may or may not stick around. So um, I waited until this woman was pretty, you know, entrenched. And then I did get her phone number. My ex did not want to provide me that. But my child had a question and needed some things. And so I called this person. I texted her first and said who I was. And would it be okay to call? I had a question. My child had to have something at school or whatever. And she was a lovely person. And she, we cooperated and we communicated very well together. So, I think, you know, if you can step back mm-hmm. and you don't have huge emotions or feelings or whatever you want to say attached to, I don't want my child to see another person or whatever, that's kind of unrealistic. You're going to yeah. have to deal with it. You have to put aside your feelings or whatever and do what's best for your child. And luckily, this woman was gracious and she she really treated my child very well 
took a lot of time with her, spent time with her, talked to her. My child really liked her. Um, and then it was not a permanent thing. <laughs> so after spending, I mean, it was like a year or two, then it yeah. was it was heartache after that. But. So I have a, I think a related, a good related topic. So yes, when your ex has a significant other, we have to deal with it in a certain way. But at what point when you're in a relationship or, you know, at what point do you include your child, like introduce your child to that person as, as your significant other? Well, see, I think in the one really significant relationship I had since divorce, I, I kind of regret introducing my kids because it did not work out. And he was really, I don't know, kind of awful to me. And my kids ended up knowing that. And then if I had wanted to continue any kind of relationship with him after he was awful, they were absolutely not going to have any part of that. And but so, your kids were older, too. And my kids are. My kids are, are much older. And so it's a different perspective. You know, just kind of a, you know, until I think as having adult kids, until I know. And I thought I was in a relationship that was going to, I thought I thought we I thought I was in a relationship where we both mutually cared about each other in the same way, and it turns out we did not. I I I, I was the more care I cared in a different way than this person did, and so it just it was different. But I think in the future, I, it will have to be someone that I it would have to be someone that I felt like truly was going to be a part of my life, yeah. long term, mm-hmm. to really start involving them in family things. Well, I, but, I did get burned on that. Um, I dated someone for almost a year. And around the five, six, about half a year mark, there were introductions. And my child was younger at that time. And she really liked this guy. And this guy is really good with kids. And um, invited us down for a weekend. And we had a great time. But everything was about my child. Um, and she really like this person when he broke up with me she took it very personally in fact like two years later he came to my house to see me and she well she was raised well but she (laughs) she had the bare minimum courtesy to him and he noticed and he said what's wrong with her and I said are you kidding you know she had expectations of you too wasn't just me. Yeah. You know. And I think you have to be real careful with kids. I know people that introduce their kids so, immediately right out of the thing, and maybe that's good. I, I, I just I, don't think that was good for my kid. I have been seeing um, my child knows him, like, knows, knows who he is, like, has met him in a group setting, or, mm-hmm. but he does not know him as my boyfriend. Like, mm-hmm. we don't do things together, the three of us, or family things, and at first, it felt a little odd to have my ex-husband clearly doing family things with his significant other, and I'm not, but I have spoken at length with my therapist about it. She's like, you're being smart, Lauren, because, you know, not involving your child while you're trying to figure things out lets you, A, have the, like, the, um, the separation, like the the mm-hmm. opportunity to figure things out on your own with this person without any other outside uh, obstacles. 
and and then to decide what you want to do with that. Whereas once you go to that spot where you're all in, you're all in and there's not a lot of going back from that. So I that that has been really helpful to have that conversation with her because I, I have thought to myself, well, I probably won't involve anyone in my son's life ever unless I unless they're ready to put a ring on my finger or or we have decided we're going to have a long term partnership. Right. Well, I think that's smart though because that. So if things, um, I always like to think of my home as a safe space for my kids. So my ex husband and his girlfriend did break up, and I've had other friends who are divorced who talk about, you know, keeping their not introducing their kid to who they're dating or whatever because they just they just want it their house to be them and their kids and also you know you have you get into a relationship and at what four and five and six months you're still in the honeymoon phase of any kind of relationship and you don't know you're excited and you think it's going to last forever but you don't know exactly how it's going to be and so to hold that back and just have it be and figure out your relationship. Yeah, just to figure out what that is. It's, yeah, it's yeah. huge. It's right, and it's then important. figure out. Well, and if you're gonna have a relate to figure out your core but, relationship. Yeah, and then add things in after that core relationship but is established. I, I think it's smart. I think once you're married with kids and then you're divorced with kids, you're so used to having the family unit yeah. that it feels like you need to jump into a family unit when really that's probably the worst thing you could do. And for I, I, everyone. Well, I, well, not yet, because I don't. You can't. You're establishing a different kind of relationship at that point. It's not the, the the couple. You know, yeah. your core relationship is supposed to be that whatever would be a marriage if you were, you know. Yeah. And you got to see if that's really there, because how do you know if that foundation is strong? Yeah. If it's always been muddied with family, yeah. not that it's yeah. really muddied, but you know what I mean. Yeah, but it's I different. Know. It's just a different. It's just different, I think. Well, it just adds dynamics that aren't about you and that other person. Like, anything that doesn't involve you and who you're seeing is an extra thing that affects whatever's going on there, you know? Right. That you can choose to deal with early or later, but it is going to affect whatever it is. And it's, I, I think, I don't know, I... Right now, again, I'm in that moment where we're just, it's just us. It feels like it's just us. And it's really nice to be in that situation. Mm-hmm. Well, and I can, yeah, but that's, but, and, and okay, so when you bring your child into your relationship, it also kind of changes your relationship. Yeah. And you yeah, know, the and dynamic you, you the dynamic changes. And it can be, you might love that part of it. Or it might not work out as well, but that's you got to get to a point before you decide that's really what you're because you're right, you can't undo that. Right. So that's just. I think it's hard after divorce because in in marriage, at least in some point in our marriage, I don't think any of our marriages ended where we felt really close to our husbands because right, otherwise sure. we would have been married. But when you are in a, in a marriage, you have this closeness with another person, like you're used to having that person. I think. That when you get into a significant relationship out on the other side of marriage, it's almost like you crave that same kind of closeness. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily natural because you haven't been married to the new person right. for 20 years. Right. You know what I mean? That's, that's something that, that you have to grow. But I think even some of the men that I've dated have been way more forward than I necessarily would have thought because... They were already to that point, of course, right. after a 20-year marriage, and then you start a relationship, and you want to just 
let's just go ahead and get there so that we can move forward, you know, and it's yeah. just not, no. it's not, yeah. you know, I, but so I think it's not the normal it's hard, because, it's hard to back you yourself to, up. You have to stop and remind yourself of how you were in your early 20s yeah. before you knew what it was like to be in a long-term relationship. Right, and you have and to back like, yourself okay, up. And like, okay, hold yeah. on, like. But you need time to learn the other person right. too. Yes. Right, and it's hard, it's hard to back up and remember we didn't get there oh, when we were dating. Re, we got there after 10 yes, years of marriage. Relearning how to not be in a long-term relationship yeah. is yes, huge. Yes, that's huge. And yep. I, think, I think a lot of people get married really quickly because they crave that marriage feeling and may not necessarily be ready for it or may not be what they thought it was going to be. <laughs> Party foul. Party foul. Okay. <laughs> Going to go get us something to clean up some champagne. I don't know why I did that. It was store. even chilled. I mean, okay. You must have bounced over. It was very rapid. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whoops. Bonnie, is this rug sacred? Yeah, this, no, this is the washable one she okay. takes too. Oh, good. Shows. It's fine. You might be a little sticky though. If I move, I'll drip. I fear. Yeah. I should be a ruggable rep. You should be. Do you have ruggables all over? They yes. should. Because I can throw them in the washer with it the, the advertising. Yes. <laughs> with the animals. Ruggables. Ruggables for all your champagne popping spills. Yes. <laughs> and pets and art shows. There you go. Pets and art shows. Ruggables, pets, and art exactly. shows. Exactly. There you go. Well, I have to admit, with my second big relationship my child did meet him a little earlier but not because it was planned <laughs> oh there you go but it did happen and i think because of the first one she automatically did not take to him she was much more guarded mm. so i think the relationship that i went my my daughter met him but because the first date we had i didn't think was a real date and so I let him come to my house and pick me up because we'd known each other in college. I didn't think it was that big a deal. And it turns out it was a much bigger deal than I expected. So she, or I would, I would have met him out. I wouldn't have had her come to him, come to the house, but you know. Well, I need to write a book on the, um, my daughter and her friends and the names that they have. Come up with for your people. For all the people that I've gone out with. And the investigation that they do. All right. So, all right. So. Let me ask y'all a question along the same lines. Mm -hmm. How do you feel you would handle it? Because I don't know that well, you may be a little bit. How would you handle it if you knew you did not feel comfortable with your child with the significant other? I don't think we've, you know, and you knew you still had to send them over. Um, yeah. Well, I have to say, phrase B, mine is over 14. Yeah, and you don't I have do to. Yeah, I have to sit right, and that's you know, and that's and you don't have, have to because you're. I mean, you're. Um, but you do. Yeah, his girlfriend is sweet and kind, so you don't have to worry about that. But I know other people who have had to. Fourteen is the age in Alabama and Tennessee where the child gets to say to decide I'm not doing it anymore. whether they can, yeah. whether they go or not. Yeah, and so that's the only thing, and I was very lucky that the girlfriend that my ex had stayed around for a couple of years while my child was small 
and that she was nice and sweet and kind to my child. So I didn't really have to deal yeah, with that. And but had it been a bad relationship, a, a bad feeling on my part, I don't know because that gets into custodial interference. You can't. I mean, there's really not much mm-hmm. you can do other than. I know that's that's exactly. I didn't prep really, your child for if this happens, you can call me. Yeah. If this I've, happens, text I've never me. thought you had a really different situation. Like I've never, mm-hmm. I have never thought like even if my ex husband was in a um, relationship or not. I have never had any fear about my child being with his father, you know. Yeah, see, I guess in mine is different because I knew, I mean, my, my whole divorce, I had to set it up where he was, he did not drive my children. And really, my children were old enough to drive except for my daughter when we divorced. And then it was making sure that one of her brothers would take her so that they were driving and he wasn't driving. And there was just an understanding that you don't ride with dad. Right. Because we just don't know. And, right. um, you know, and I didn't know the girlfriend well enough to know whether they would be able to ride with her. And so right. the kind of unspoken rule was until we get to know her, there's no riding with her either. I mean, because, right. you know, you just, well, with you an alcoholic, you just don't caution. know. I have, and yeah. I had to err on the side of, I know y'all love your dad and I want you to love him to pieces, but we don't trust him. Right. We don't to not be drinking. We don't trust him to not be drinking ever. We just always assume that he is and are pleasantly surprised when he's not. But we're not going to test that theory. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, it, yeah, it was a, it was a different situation. And I am fortunate. I think that my children were older right. to have you to deal right. with that. But I just, you know, I don't. I think it would have just been so heartbreaking to know you can't really deal with anything. You can't. You can't make it worse for your kids. No. You can. You just have to deal with the fallout when they come home. Well, and the thing I always did with mine is when she would come home. Now I had friends that would grill them. What did you do? What did you do? Did he feed you? See, and that's not. You and can't. I just don't think that that's right. So my theory with child raising is they will tell you. Yes. This. They that, will spill it I eventually. Yeah, and, I, and I did that too. I tried be, not to ask. I, I tried let it be yeah. natural, and I would just say. Did you have fun? Yeah, did that's, you have a good time? That's did what you, I do. Yeah. Did, did you do anything special? Yeah. Did you have anything that needs to go in the dirty clothes? Like, I just kept it very practical, mom conversation. And then eventually, about day two or three, you know, when they're going to bed or they're sitting with you at dinner, it just like blah, 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 yeah. falls out. And I never wanted my child to feel like she ever had to pick a side. Or be an investigative reporter or right. a spy. or I just didn't want her to have... I mean, it's hard enough and they have enough crazy wadded up feelings when they're little. And, well, and, having, and, and, and it, they have to navigate this whole new situation with a whole new person and a whole new house and a whole new well, everything. And, and I just yeah, thought that was oh, too I much agree. stress. Well, and not stress. only that, but not no matter how... No matter how angry I was with my ex-husband or how upset or how much I didn't trust him, my kids, he was their dad. Yeah. And they always wanted him to be their dad. Yeah. Yeah. Their loving dad. Their dad who was going to love them unconditionally. They they never, they didn't want any of the the mire and the muck and the ugly. Yeah. And so when you start, when I felt, I felt like even though I wanted to know, oh, what is she like? What does she look like? What y'all talk about? I couldn't, yeah. it, 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 one, it was not really any of my business. 
I really had no interest in having yeah. having any sort of romantic relationship with my really? ex-husband at all. So I, I just to, to remember that that to protect their relationship with him, I had to yeah. stay as completely out of it mm-hmm. as I could. Yeah. Yeah. I really only ask. Um, I, I mean, if if uh, she's nice to him. Yeah, that, that really is the only. Well, because I saw, yeah. And then I, I found a picture of her and I saved it so that I could remember what she looked like, just so I could remember what she looked like because I'd only met her once. Oh yeah, well, I mean, it's kind of odd because then, well, I had not met this lady. Uh-huh. I had spoken to her on the phone, and I had seen a picture of her with my child that my child took oh. on an adventure, mm-hmm. which was great. But if you had asked me to pick her out at the grocery store, there's no way I would have. Yeah. Well, and this is going to sound terrible, but I didn't care. You know what I'm saying? The opposite of love is not hate. It's apathy. Yeah. I was just so happy to have my peace. Yes. He was finding peace, and I was not a part of that. Yes, that's how I feel with him. That that I did not study her or... Yeah, that's how I feel. You know, it wasn't an obsession Thank you for joining us for Champagne Sunday. We had a wonderful time with this discussion and we got so carried away that we've had to divide it into two different sessions. So we hope you join us back on our porch next Sunday to continue listening about how we have created a life that we love on that other side of divorce and how we have embraced the lives that our exes have created on that other side of divorce while we try and be the very best women that we can be for our kids no matter what the situation. Thank y'all for joining us for Champagne Sunday. See you next week, girls. Cheers. Have a good week. Cheers. Cheers.